Hello and welcome. Danette here. In today's episode, we're going to talk about a very fun thing that is setting, prioritizing, and achieving financial goals. This is a pretty simple and straightforward three-step process that I use when I'm planning out my goals. I thought it would be really fun to share with you, and that's what we're going to discuss in the episode today. When we talk about achieving financial goals, financial goals are usually a means to an end. It's usually something that you want to experience in your life, something that you want to have or own. Those things and those experiences cost money. So a lot of times we have a goal of having a certain amount of money because we think the money is the goal, but really the goal is the end result. The goal is the thing that you want to spend the money on. We're going to call them financial goals, but it can be anything that you have. It doesn't have to be a financial goal. This little three-step process will work no matter what you're trying to achieve. So a quick example might be if you're deciding that you want to retire early. Let's say you want to retire at 50. You might need to have a certain amount of money saved up to have the goal of retiring 50, but the goal itself is actually to not be working anymore, to not work in your formal job anymore. There are three simple steps to this process, to this exercise that I'd like to have you do. The first step is brainstorming and writing down all possible calls. We're going to have a discussion about things to think about there. The second step is prioritizing, which is, I think, maybe the often the most overlooked step. So we're going to give you five tips on prioritizing. And the third step is a secret. You have to get to that part of the episode. There is a little twist on the way that I like to help people achieve goals that's a little bit different than the normal. And so if you stick with us, then you'll be sure to find out. I'll be sure to explain it. So thank you so much for being here and let's get into it. Hello, Danette here, and welcome to the Ready to Retire podcast, where we share real life stories and actionable tips and strategies to help you along your financial journey. Are you ready to retire? Let's go. Last week, I personally had a major goal accomplishment, a major goal that I had set a long time ago, probably four or five years ago, finally, finally happened last week. That goal was creating a modern website for my financial planning business. The website is truenorthwealth.com. That's T-R-U North wealth.com. And I've wanted to have a modern website for a long time. If you've listened to some of the other episodes, I've mentioned it before. It's been kind of a challenge for me and a struggle. I kind of dove right in and uh, tried a bunch of things that didn't work. And I'm so pleased, so pleased that it finally is here. It's that sense of accomplishment of having a big goal checked off your list. It feels so wonderful. 
That's what made me want to write about this topic today of how can we make our goals or ambitions that we want to have come true for us today. So if you get a chance to check out the new website, I would love, love, love your feedback. Again, it's trunorthwealth.com. And if you get a chance to check it out, I would love to get some feedback from you. Thank you. So I want to start talking about my own views on retirement income, retirement planning in terms of this idea of goal setting to start to get you thinking about the types of goals that you might want to have for yourself. When I was growing up, my Grammy used to always say she was living on a fixed income. I cannot tell you how many times I heard her say, I'm living on a fixed income, I'm on a fixed income. And being on a fixed income was always code for, I don't have enough money, I don't have enough to do the things I want to do. And it was not an excuse, but it was the reason that she had to be careful about what she spent and so on. And like, I always kind of growing up was like, I don't ever want to be on a fixed income. I don't ever want to have to really be scared every single month. And I approach that with my clients when we're doing retirement planning is I don't want my clients to have that kind of fear around the income coming in in retirement. So for a financial goal, one of the things we're going to talk about is keeping that vision that you might have in retirement in mind of what are you trying to accomplish? One of the things that we can plan for when we're creating how much money you can spend in retirement, just by the way, the fun part, we can say, you know, you want to have enough to cover inflation. You want to have an increasing amount of money every month over time. People are retiring early now. People are living longer. So originally retirement portfolios, like when my Grammy retired, they were not expected to last five to 10 years. And now people are easily, easily retired 30 years, 35 years and 40 years. So we do have to account for the longevity. And it's something to think about as we're setting goals. So it's really important when we're setting our goals is to understand what we're wanting to accomplish, what we're thinking about accomplishing. So now the first step is setting a goal. We're going to talk about four things here to get the juices flowing and to get you thinking about it. If you listened to our previous episode on creating a vision board, then you might have a head start on this episode, on this exercise. So I want you to start by getting a large blank piece of paper, or if you're doing it on the iPad, get one of those pages where you have kind of unlimited space. And you're going to start writing down all the things you can think of in terms of goals. Just make a big page and just brainstorm everything that comes out. Just brainstorm everything that you can think of that could be a goal. There's no limit here. There's no filter. Just write all the things down in a period of time that you can think of until you think of everything. As you're setting goals, here are some topics to consider. The first one is when you think about retirement, 
I want you to think about that idea of being on a fixed income. Do you want to spend less than what you're making now when you retire? Do you want to spend the same as what you're making now? Or do you want to spend more? A lot of times it's interesting when people do first retire, they actually spend more when they first retire than when they were working. It's because they're home and they have all the time now to do the projects they've been wanting to do. And it'll really be interesting to see how COVID affects that metric because when we went home and we went into lockdown, we did a lot of these projects that we normally actually defer until we retire. So think about your spending. What are some goals around spending between now and in the future? The second thing I want you to think about is what can you create a generous budget for? What do you want to spend the most on? Or out of all the things that are available to you to do, what's the most important thing that you really want to focus in on? Do you want to travel? Do you want to have a really big travel trip every year? Do you want to make sure that you're seeing family each year? Do you have to travel to do that? How about your home? Do you want to spend time doing home repair and home maintenance? I want you to pick something that you really want to focus your budget on or your attention on over time. The third thing I want you to think about is how much savings do you want to end up with at the end of your lifetime? Do you want to end up with about the same as when you retire? Do you want to end up with more than when you retire? Or do you want your last check to bounce? I've heard that so many times that people come in and sit down and they say, I want my last check to bounce. So I want you to have that idea of where are you now, where you're getting ready to retire, And where do you want that to be? I want you to think about that level of savings over time. And if you have a partner, it's important that you both talk about it. I would ask you both to sort of think about these goals separately and then come together because your answers might be very different. So it might be interesting conversation to have as well. And number four is... Write down some ideas about what are you most passionate about? What are some things that you have always wanted to do in your life? There is no limit here between writing this down, you and a blank piece of paper. There is no limit. You can write down whatever you want. So ask yourself some questions like, what is the one thing that I really, really am passionate about? that I really would like to see happen in my life. Maybe there's something you've always wanted to do. One of the things I've always wanted to do is I've always wanted to go to Paris and live for six weeks. This is a dream I've had since I was in high school. I took French in high school and college in preparation of this dream. So number four, I want you to have at least one really big, important goal on your list. Okay, let's shift gears a little bit now that you have a big list. You hopefully have 10, 15, 20 things written down. Now let's start talking about prioritizing that. I think when we're setting goals, one of the 
biggest mistakes that we make is to not prioritize them. I know that I'm super guilty of that. I took a class probably about eight years ago now. And in the course of the class, they had us set three strategic goals. I really got into that exercise and I wrote 15 strategic goals. I have to say, I've said this before, there's nothing strategic about 15 goals. It was way overkill and you can't focus your attention on 15 different things. So taking a moment to take your look at the things that you want to accomplish, the things you want to do, and putting some prioritization on them is really important. In this part of the episode, I want to talk about five different things to help you think about how you're going to prioritize the different goals. The first one is, how are you doing mentally? As we get older, our mental and our cognitive kind of has a risk of being less. Sometimes we forget words. Sometimes we have more impairment than that. So I want you to think about how you're doing mentally. And if there's anything on your list that if you are having any kind of issues or potential issues, or maybe something like that runs in your family, then you might want to look at your list and say, if I have something that requires more mental capacity, maybe that should take a higher priority. And again, I don't want to scare us. I don't want to talk about things that are dark. But as a financial planner, I do see this a lot. A lot of times with financial planning, we're often the first ones to see problems that people are having. So just something I want to throw out there as you're thinking about prioritizing these goals. Number two is look at your physical health. How are you doing physically? Similar to mental health, is there something going on with you that might make one goal higher priority than another? In my case, one of my goals right now is to lose 25 pounds. I actually need to lose more than 25 pounds, but that's where I'm starting for right now. And the reason I've put this goal so high at the top of my list is because if I'm not healthy enough to do anything else, if my health is not good, then I'm not going to be able to accomplish any of my other goals. So that's why that goal gets a higher priority. The third idea that I want you to think about is how much fun are you having? Are you having a lot of fun in your life? Is every aspect of your life going well and going great and according to plan? If not, if there's something in your life that isn't going well, if there's something that you hate or are frustrated with, then I would put that towards the top of your list. If something isn't going well, it's just a sign that there's a better solution. And it makes sense to work on those areas that are not bringing you pleasure and turn them around from something that isn't something that you enjoy into something that you do enjoy and do love to do and do love to have in your life. The fourth thing I'd like you to look at is what is your stress level? Stress in and of itself is not a bad thing. Stress is our body's way of getting our attention to say, hey, something's wrong. The problem is when we have more and more and more stress added up and we don't solve any of the issues causing the stress. 
So if something is causing you a lot of stress right now, then that would be something that I would take and put it towards the top of the list in terms of prioritizing. And the last thing I want you to consider for prioritizing is how long have you wanted to achieve this goal? Take a look at the things that you have wanted to have for a long time and give them a lot of points when it comes to prioritizing. There's no reason in life that we have to put off doing the things that we really love or that we really want to. A good friend of mine wanted to spend a lot of her time quilting and she felt that she had to actually retire from her job before she could incorporate quilting into her life. And I always remembered that and wish for other people that I talked to is know what your hobbies are, know what your things are that you really, really want to do and spend time and figure out how to incorporate them into your life now. So if there's something that you've wanted for a very long time, then when you're thinking about prioritizing all of these goals, put that towards the top of the list. Okay, the third and final step. This is the part where I'm going to share my secret with you from earlier. Now that you've spent time brainstorming all the possible goals in your life, you've also spent some time prioritizing several over others, saying this might be more important than another one. Now, I want you to choose one. Just choose one goal from the list. And I know that's hard to do. I absolutely know it's hard. But what we're going to do is we're going to talk about doing this exercise instead of working on multiple goals at once, we're going to work on one goal at a time. So we're going to accomplish our goals in a serial manner, sequentially, instead of simultaneously. We want all of our attention focused on just one goal at a time. So go over your list, look at your priorities and pick one to work on. One of the ones that I was able to accomplish this year, I talked about the website earlier, but this podcast was something that was really high on my list of things that I wanted to do in conjunction with having a modern website. I wanted to do this podcast. I want to teach financial planning. And I am so glad that I'm able to get to this point where I'm doing it. And it came with having a lot of help. When I set the goal, I didn't know how to do a podcast. I didn't know I'd listen to podcasts and I kind of knew what I wanted to teach, but I didn't know how it was going to happen. So we're going to use that as our example as we work through this step. So once you pick the one thing that you want, the second step in this is the trick one of the most common ways people achieve their goals or set goals is they do this exercise. They say, I am here. You are here. Think of a map. I'm here and I want to be over there. So you put the goal over there and you then make a list. Here are all the things I have to do in order to achieve that goal. So I have a goal of doing something. Let's say I want to start a podcast and I don't have a podcast today, so I make a list of all the things I have to do to create a podcast. And the problem with this way of achieving goals is that what you're saying to yourself is, 
I am here in the place of not having the goal. And the change that I want you to make is I want you to move yourself ahead in time and visualize having already achieved the goal. Sitting here now saying, if I had a podcast, what would that feel like? And create for yourself that experience that imagery of if the goal was already done, what does it look like? I talked about wanting to lose weight earlier. For me, what I've said to myself is I want to lose 25 pounds. And what happens? What would my life be like? Let's say by June, I'm able to lose 25 pounds. What would my life be different than when I'm sitting in there having already achieved the goal? And what I said to myself was I would have kept a log of my food. I would get steps. I wear a Fitbit, so I would get steps. And I would wear more dresses. (laughs) I really like to wear dresses. And I don't think dresses are very flattering on me right now. So that's one of the things is I can picture myself wearing dresses. So do you see where I'm going with this? Picture yourself as if the goal has already happened. And then make observances of what is your life different now that you've achieved that goal. And that lets you know what you have to do in your present day to achieve it. And so the third part of this step three, which is just picking one, now visualizing yourself already accomplishing it. And now the third part is making it inevitable. Put in the steps into place so that achieving the goal becomes an automatic thing, an eventuality. You have no choice in your life but to achieve that goal because you are working towards it. When I told you I wanted to do the podcast a year ago, I was talking to a girlfriend and she says, well, I have a podcast and let me introduce you to my producer. And that's how I met Virginia, who produces this podcast. And she had a list of steps of all the things that we needed to do to get the podcast. And I had a very hard time in the beginning. I was nervous. I'm self-conscious about being overweight and being on camera. And so for the first probably eight to nine episodes, I just did the audio because I was like, I can't handle the camera and the audio portion at the same time. So let me just do the audio. We built up and we got into a rhythm. And now am I still self-conscious about being on camera? Yes, of course. But what I find is that I really am loving writing the episodes and doing them and filming them. I'm not really nervous anymore. And this goal that I wanted to accomplish, I have become it. Does that make sense? It's not something I want to do in the future. It's something I became through my habits. And that's the little subtle thing that I want you to try to do for your own goals. Once you are on that path to where that goal that you want to have is inevitable because you have developed the daily habits of achieving, then you can go back to step one and brainstorm again. Maybe look at your list, but maybe start over at through the brainstorming process 
Because once you achieve a goal that you set your mind to and you have or you know it's going to happen eventually, you know it's going to be on, you're on track to achieve it, then some other goals might go by the wayside, might not matter anymore to you. And then also it might have opened up a new goal. You know, you achieve something. Now maybe you say, oh, there's something else along those lines. Now I want that too. So you might have a new goal that didn't exist before you achieved the current goal you're working on. And so I'd like you to go back to step one and then look at prioritizing again. See which ones have more meaning in your life now and then do it again and incorporate and put yourself into the place of having already achieved the goal and work backwards instead of the other way, right? Instead of saying, I am here where I don't have this thing. Say, I have this thing. What does my life look like having this goal? So I hope you've had fun with this exercise. If you didn't get a chance to see the vision board exercise episode that we just did, we'll link to it here after this episode. Thank you so much for joining us. And I so appreciate having you. If you like this episode, please give us a like, subscribe. And if you like it, please consider sharing it with your friends. Thank you very much and have a wonderful day. I'm so grateful to have you join me today on the Ready to Retire podcast. If you'd like to learn more information, please visit our website at truenorthwealth.com. Thank you for listening, and I look forward to seeing you in the next episode.